Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I am your host, Paul White, and I'm honored to have you on the journey with me as we begin our podcast for the 17th day of May, a Tuesday, and I pray you are having a wonderful week and that you are walking in the favor of God and really more than a head knowledge or theological understandings, I really hope you have a revelation of who God is and the love that the Father has for you. And I encourage you to seek as much and pray as much for that over those that you love. Um, it's been a prayer of mine. I, th- I guess you could probably say the last couple of years really began to, to, to be etched into my heart by the Spirit that as I've transitioned in my life into a new phase, which is that my, my son is now graduated college, my daughter is graduating high school literally this week as this airs. And of course, that, you know, that means they're moving into their own next phase of life. And you raise your children to know the Lord as well as possible. I mean, you don't make people have a relationship with God. You put out what you know and you show it. You live it. You, you live from it and in it. It's not something you just go do, but something you are. And that's how my wife and I have been around our kids. And I know that's universal. That's what we do as believers is we try to raise our children that way. The last couple of years, it struck me that there comes a time when we, I, I, I have to stop praying that they get it, that they get information, but I have to start praying that they get revelation. And I have been praying that, and I've been watching that happen, which is, I think, the way that it's supposed to be. You hear from your children, or not just your kids, but anyone that you love and that matters to you. You start to hear about them seeing things. And I don't mean literally, of course. Well, I guess that could happen too. But seeing things in their spirit, seeing things in their heart that they didn't see before. That's what we're really praying towards. And we do that because that's what it really means to follow Christ. It's not that you get a head full of knowledge, but that you have a revelation. Now, that revelation comes from It could come spontaneously. It could come as you are, quote unquote, going down the road to Damascus and you're just doing what you do, which what you do might be persecute the church, say, in Saul of Tarsus's world. And then Jesus meets him on that road. And it's it's that encounter that transforms him. But it might not just be spontaneous. I'm I'm, I'm making a point here. You might think, well, I thought we were in 1 Timothy. We are. I promise. (laughs) It might not simply have been as spontaneous as you think. A lot goes into a revelation. I know it's God revealing himself to us, either revealing something about the Spirit to us, revealing his love to us, revealing the finished work to us, revealing what it means, what in judgment means, all of this coming through the cross, the resurrection. But it happens at the as the end result of someone praying for you. There's really no way on this side of eternity to account for how much has happened in your life spiritually because someone 
cared enough to pray. Maybe your grandfather, your grandmother, maybe mom or dad, maybe some teacher that you had or a pastor along the way, maybe someone whom you barely know. They're just in the peripheral of your life, and yet they've had you in their prayers. The reason why we know this works is, first of all, because we watch Jesus pray. If Jesus, the Son of God, felt it necessary to pray, well, you and I should make prayer a part of our lives. But whenever Paul, who we dealt with the first chapter of Timothy the last couple of weeks, has warned young Timothy about false teachers, people who are using the law with the wrong motives and for the wrong reasons and on the wrong people, and how Paul is giving um, Timothy instructions as his own child, his own son. He calls him my child in 1 Timothy 1.18, and that he may fight the good fight of faith and a good conscience, and that some will reject that conscience. And then Paul starts with a listing in 1 Timothy 2.1. And listen to the first thing that he instructs Timothy to make a part of his life. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all who are in high positions, so that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. So, in response to what you have been seeing, Timothy, from these false teachers and those who keep trying to resuscitate the law and who do not follow their conscience, they follow something else, and they've been blaspheming the way, he said, how should you respond in a world in which that exists? Do you curse the darkness? Do you go on the warpath against it? Um, Do you make it a a part of your theological journey to be able to disprove those who disagree? No. You start with supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving made for everyone. Not just for the people you like or the people you love or the people you know. Not simply for your church members and your friends and your family, the people who agree with you. Let's start with everyone. That's easy enough, right? Go pick everyone. Paul gives some specifics, kings and all who are in high positions, and he doesn't say to pray for them for their souls, admittedly. It's so that you may lead a quiet and peaceful life in godliness and dignity. In other words, there is something that happens when you pray. And that was my whole point of this. There's something that happens when you pray. Not there's something that happens when you act. Sometimes you have to act. Sometimes acting, action is what it takes But when we talk about living a quiet and peaceable life, when we talk about God's hand touching the world, start with prayer. Pray that God reveal himself to the kings and those in high positions so that the rest of us may lead a quiet and peaceable life. Let's not argue our way into a political stance. Let's do as Paul said. First of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings. And listen to the Holy Spirit and what that looks like, how we are to live that out. Next will be that it is right and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. And we're going to get into this, everyone 
saved and coming to the knowledge of the truth tomorrow in this continuing journey in 1 Timothy chapter 2. Hope you have a great day. Visit our website sometime. A lot of good stuff there for you. Paul White Ministries. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.